welcome to another episode of the Daily Red Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Wiley, arts enthusiast, performer and media creative. You will hear stories about the projects gracing the Queensland art scene and the artists' behind-the-scenes journeys. Sit back, relax and let's get into it. Today I am joined by my lovely friend Emma Tomlinson, who is an Australian singer and songwriter. You're listening to the Daily Red podcast. So, Emma, I believe you have some, a few pieces of really exciting news to share with us. So, why don't we start with what happened here in your home, well, not really your hometown, but second hometown of Brisbane. So, I believe recently you played it quite an important gig. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. It's probably one of the biggest uh, goals I've ever kicked being an Australian female artist. Um, so I did partially grow up in Brisbane. I am from a little bit of everywhere. Um, and, and one of the things that I was so honoured to be um, asked to do was perform for the uh, pre-celebration of the 2032 Olympic Games, which are to be in Brisbane in 10 years time and they wanted to use local source talent um, within Brisbane and I was highly recommended through the Queensland government and yeah, sure enough I got to perform at the South Bank uh, Piazza, I believe, how do you say, I always say it wrong, (laughs) Piazza or Piazza, Um, and yeah they wanted to have me perform um, amongst any other artists they had also in Brisbane and yeah I got to do um, a 30 minute while they had um, activities set up and promotions for the games um, as well to come um, in 2032. And I have to say, it was the most rewarding experience, you know, to see athletes who are, you know, wanting to be a part of the Olympics and, you know, have trained so hard to be a part of um, representing the nation and whatnot. And for me to perform for that, I just felt so honoured to be able to represent, you know, Brisbane in that way to, and, you know, support that recognition of who we are as a community and um, as a state also of Queensland. Um, so, yeah, no, it was definitely amazing, honestly. I, I think back to it now going, oh, my God, it's probably the biggest thing I've ever done ever. And, you know, after that, there's so many more opportunities that I'm so excited for. Um, but the one thing they really, really wanted me, um, wanted me to do, which I loved was it was more about performing my own music um, than it was to like say covers or some mm. songs and that you know getting recognized to perform your own material and your own stories is just magnificent because artists and creative industries really you know dig deep and really put in more of their their story and share their story more especially for people who are younger than myself who are wanting to endeavor into my kind of industry and all the other types of industries as well and it really just shows you know how empowering um you know government as well as countries in queensland are you know wanting for kids to to be who they want to be and you know show their talent but also show their story that's wonderful so in terms of showcasing that talent, you chose, was it two of your own songs? Can you tell us why you chose those particular songs to perform and what some of your own uh, material means to you and the messages behind them? Okay, so I decided to do the ones that connected with people the most and that I've had um, a very high response 
with audiences listening to, that, that being Rosemary, Control and Silver Lightning. Rosemary I chose to do because that was my first ever release um, as a debut single from my EP Aquarius that I released in 2020. Um, but yeah, so Rosemary, I want to do that because you know, it's, it's part of how I put myself out there as an artist, you know, with um, uh, material out for streaming services. So, you know, that song means a lot to me. Um, and then Silver Lightning is also one of my favourites because when I was in year 12, that song what got me through, you know, going to a whole new high school, and I got to collaborate on that um, with Peter Coppers, who is a former band member of the Icon Australian Band, The Church, who are now yep. also in the Hall of Fame for the Arias um, as well, and he helped me manoeuvre the song in a way that would, you know, show not only performance, but musicology in a sense that um, others could as well and make it a bit more different in character so it's a lot I know I love but it also showcases like my operatic side that I have because I yeah. it has that really wonderful build in it where you can you demonstrate I'm sorry is it too early can you give us a little bit of a show of what you're referring to so and there's one part of the bridge and this is where I kind of I put in a little bit of Lawrence in there because I grew up listening to especially um, her album that she released in 2012 and just the sounds in every single song like I listen to it to this day I always embed that into my own music because that's kind of where I get like the classical crossover from um, as well but so so the part in there is Especially because you perform that for an event which is really setting Brisbane up to be this really forward-thinking city for the 2032 Olympics. It really showcases our diversity and you will be singing a song that comes across as a pop singer and then, but wait, there's more. I'm opera and I feel like that almost translate to, translates to Brisbane. It's like... People think it's a sleepy country town and then they come here and they think, oh, it's it's actually a city. Who would have thought? <laughs> so I feel like it it suits the vibe. Yeah, honestly. And you know what? There is so, so much classical music and opera singers that I love and are, you know, great friends with as well. And it doesn't get, you know, approached as much. And so with my music, me incorporating... Um, that into what I write helps keep it alive, you know, because um, Western art music in that sense um, is so old and like in regards to, you know, how many decades it's gone through and with the appreciation and it just helps their younger audience then carry that through as well to like the next generation. So that's where I kind of focus that in the, in there um, as, like a, as like a bit of an education thing to say, hey, um, you know, I also do this, but maybe you like this, and then audiences go, oh my gosh, I do love this. Like a little girl might go, oh my god, I love how she sings like that. I want to be able to sing like that. And then she looks at, you know, um, classical training, or looks at opera, or looks at listening to classical music, or not even that, like looks at playing piano, because I am a um, yep. self-taught piano player, you know? So I always look at embedding something that someone else 
Council initiative was, was that it? Yeah. yeah. Australia and 
Yes, it, it definitely is very fantastic in terms of what Melbourne has to offer. But Brisbane is emerging too, and people shouldn't overlook Brisbane artists because they are really young and creative and have lots of fresh ideas. But anyway, you have gone away to Melbourne. <laughs> and um, please tell us a little bit about that and what you're going to be working on within the next few months. So the reason I moved to Melbourne was I thought to increase uh, my, not only my portfolio, but also who I am as an artist. I thought, you know, I may as well take the flavors of other states. So I thought Melbourne is where I would like to be. Um, it's in temporary, don't worry, I'll move back. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's another chapter that I'm going to be building upon with my music and for my new material that I'm going to be recording here as well, which is very exciting. So I've already got about two singles. Oh, wonderful. That I'm already working on, don't tell anyone, Trish. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, moving, moving to Melbourne, honestly, is, is the next step to finding out what other um, styles and opportunities I can source out as an artist. But I'll definitely always be coming back to Brisbane because it is a state with, um, like, so much happening. Like, even though Melbourne is incredible for its music and incredible for its art and whatnot, and there are so many, and like, amazing people here that I've had the pleasure of connecting with and going to be working with very soon, um, Brisbane for any young artist is definitely worth that. You know, I've had the pleasure of performing um, at corporate events there, major events there, um, for normal public gigs, um, you know, all around Queensland. And, you know, it's, it's all about who you, who you connect with. I had this funny experience last night. So went out to a fashion show. The people sitting opposite us ended up sitting next to us at the restaurant we went to. Uh, purely by coincidence and that's really what you're talking about connections in Brisbane are so important because the place is a city it, it, it is a city we are going to make that back but it is small in terms of who's who in the zoo like those connections are so important and you'll run into people almost every time you leave the house you may know someone or there may be someone that's a well-known in Brisbane and you think oh there's there's that person <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But you know, one thing that I find that I connect with in Brisbane is, and as an artist, because I'm an ambassador for Autumn Queensland, being a perfectionist, it's about being different makes a difference, and it's all about just being, you know, who you who you are and how you represent yourself as an artist or as a performer, um, and then that way it will just go in stepping stones higher and higher to you know what you're wanting to do in Brisbane and. You know, even, even in regards to you know, the arts as well, it's coming up to a point where the standard is just as amazing as you know, Melbourne or Sydney, and especially for artists who are wanting you know, to accept grants and funding, it mm. is there and it is so much more accessible. Like, I have to be honest, it's probably more accessible than it is um, in other states. Queensland are very, very um, generous in regards to ensuring artists are getting support to, you know, do festivals, to do albums, to do tours, to do, you know, anything that they, they put their mind to that they, you know, they want to take the next journey of, you know, showing people their work and, you know, 
that's something that's so special about both the Brisbane Council and the Queensland Government, how much they actually do want to invest in the arts, but also making Brisbane different from the other cities. So when did the Brisbane Festival launch and Adrian Trina, the Brisbane Lord Mayor, made this comment saying that Brisbane doesn't want to be like Sydney and Melbourne. And I think that's so true. We are very unique and we have our own way of doing things here. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just allows a lot more opportunity because it is a little bit smaller and people want to help each other. Exactly. Like I came here and no one had really heard of Kiwi So it's really the, the Brisbane side showing that they are wanting to help um, young artists and emerging artists to succeed and also showcase them for their work and fashion show last night once again Lord Mayor and um, his lovely wife Ares, made speeches and councillor Vicky Howard was there as well she's kind of like the the auntie of Brisbane um, so yeah it is really lovely to have their support because they really help people like you and that's what we need for people that want to make a difference and are unique and are really the future of Australian music so I'm so excited for you in this new chapter and to hear about what you are going to achieve in Melbourne. But yes, I do miss you very much. But I am so excited for you. And it's been so wonderful to have you here today on the podcast to share your experiences and tell us a little bit more about your craft. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I have to say I do miss the Brisbane weather. It has been very cold. (laughs) I'm cold here. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's okay, but you know what? Like, I'm very excited for what's to come, and thank you so much for having me once again. I- um, so, if you do want to find me and also where I'm performing next, if you're in Melbourne or if you just want to listen to my music, um, you can find me on Instagram under Emma Tomlinson. I've got a little purple head going on. Um, you can also find me on Spotify under Emma Tomlinson as well. I'm on TikTok. Uh, I have a Facebook page. My website page is also Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok for more, and we'll be with you again soon. Bye!